Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Design Your Dream Year podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. And I am so pumped that you have decided to tune into today's episode all about the key to effortless manifesting, because we are going to be talking about the subconscious mind. (laughs) And if you have been following me on Instagram or TikTok, I'm at both of those places at Design Your Dream Year. If you've been following me over the past couple months, years, you know that I talk a ton about the subconscious mind. And the reason why is because it plays such a crucial role in what happens in your life and the reality that you create and your ability to manifest things. I have been completely obsessed with learning about the subconscious mind for the past six or seven years or so. And it's just like when I first started learning about it, I'm just like my mind was absolutely blown. (laughs) I was, as they say, shook. And I have not been able to stop learning about it and implementing what I know about the subconscious mind. And I can tell you that after learning what I have learned about the subconscious and the role that it plays in the manifestation process and how you can uh, change your subconscious beliefs to affect your whole reality, I mean, it has literally been life changing for me, but I'm kind of getting ahead of myself because before we talk about, you know, how to change your subconscious beliefs and all of that jazz, let's just start by getting clear on what is your subconscious mind to begin with. Well, your subconscious mind is the part of your mind that you are unaware of. It is the larger part of your mind that you are unaware of. And so it's the part of your mind that controls all of your bodily functions like breathing, blinking, swallowing, your digestion, your blood pressure, your heart beating. Imagine if you had to consciously think about all of that and you had to consciously like make everything happen. You wouldn't be able to do it. You would be dead because you'd be like, all right, I need to focus on blinking. Oh wait, my throat's dry. I need to swallow. Oh crap, my heart, my heart, it stopped. I, I need to beat my heart for a second. Oh man, I need to digest my food. It's stuck in there. Oh, my blood pressure's dropping. I gotta, I gotta raise my blood pressure. Like that would be a total disaster. We wouldn't be able to stay alive for more than 10 seconds. So luckily we have our subconscious mind that is controlling all of our bodily functions. It's also the part of our mind that stores our beliefs, our values, our emotions, all memories. So the thing about the subconscious mind is it literally remembers everything. We're talking long-term memory. So everything that you have seen or heard in your entire life, we're talking every single little detail, your subconscious mind remembers it all forever everything. It can tell you your subconscious, if you could just access it right now, right this very second, it could tell you exactly what you were doing on a specific date at a specific time, 
20 years ago, what you were wearing, what you saw, what you said, what you heard other people say, who you, like it could tell you every single detail. So it stores all of your memories. It stores your protective reactions, AKA triggers. <laughs> so like those moments where you find someone triggers you, they say something and you find yourself kind of reacting in a way where it's like you have no control over it. Maybe this anger suddenly builds up in you or you find yourself just getting like emotionally just like devastated all of a sudden or you know you see something and it just triggers this like sudden um, flood of sadness in you that is subconscious so it is a protective response stored within your stored within your subconscious your subconscious stores and creates your habits it is the house of your imagination. And so the reason why your subconscious mind is so important in the manifestation process is because it is responsible for creating a whopping 95% of your reality. 90 to 95%. If you research the subconscious mind, you will see the general consensus is 90 to 95% of your reality. That is a large freaking piece of the pie, if you ask me. So how does it do that? Well, it's actually quite fascinating. Your subconscious mind filters and matches your reality to fit the core beliefs that it has inside it. Basically, it is trying to keep you safe and it's trying to make your life easier. It's like, oh, hey, here's what we believe. So I'm gonna do things to make sure that our reality fits this belief. Your subconscious beliefs become the filter through which your entire life experience is created and perceived. Like, just think about that for a moment. Your subconscious mind will literally rearrange and match your reality to fit the core beliefs it has within it. I don't know about you, but when I first learned that, my mind was blown. It's like the most incredible thing and also the most terrifying thing. So basically, your subconscious arranges everything around you to fit the beliefs that you have inside it. It creates the habits, brings you information, shows you the ideas and opportunities that match the filters you have set up in your belief system in order to help you make your life easier and to keep you safe. And your subconscious mind is essential because we get bombarded with millions of pieces of data every single day, especially in today's day and age with the internet and all the technology and TV and social media and our smartphones, we are being bombarded across all five of our senses with millions of pieces of data. And we have something along the lines of 50 to 70,000 thoughts per day. I mean, Holy cow, that is a lot to handle, so much so that we cannot consciously handle all of it. And so your subconscious mind picks what to show you and it picks the things that fit with your subconscious beliefs. So the way I like to think of your subconscious mind is it is like the spam filter for your life. So like if you think of a email spam filter, 
Um, you know, like maybe let's say you're getting like 50,000 emails a day, but thankfully most of those emails are going into your junk box because you know, you don't, you don't need them. They're, they're junky, they're spammy. They're about things you don't care about. So the vast majority of your emails are going straight to your junk box and your filter is only letting in about a hundred messages per day and you get to set up the parameters for your spam filter and you can actually do that. You can choose keywords that automatically go to your spam filter, uh, email addresses that'll go directly to your spam folder or that won't. But the point is, is you set up a filter and then your filter works to send messages either to your inbox or to your junk box according to the filters that you set up. It helps you sort through the bazillions of emails that you get each and every day to help make your life easier. And your subconscious mind is the exact same thing. It has these core beliefs and it's going to filter everything according to what you believe. And you're not even going to see or be aware of the things that are not in alignment with your subconscious beliefs. And your subconscious goes to work in the most incredible ways to match your reality, to fit your beliefs. And this is great when they are beliefs that we actually want to have play out in our lives, right? But unfortunately, 99.9% of all of us have limiting, disempowering beliefs within our subconscious mind that we unknowingly picked up at some point in our past but now they are playing out in our lives today as reoccurring patterns. So I am sure you can look at your life or see in someone else's life a pattern that may be happening. A pattern may be that you don't exactly like and you're like, why does this keep happening? Maybe you have a friend who always attracts these toxic relationships. She wants to have this beautiful, healthy relationship, but yet she sends to she tends to or he, she, they, <laughs> they tend to attract the same type of person over and over again. Or maybe you have found that you're unable to stay on track with your fitness. You know, you want to feel better. You want to be more energized. You want to move your body more, but no matter how badly you want it, you just seem to fall into this pattern where you just can't bring yourself to make any sort of change. Or maybe you have experienced consistent money struggles. You're like, you know, I really want to get a new job or I want to get a raise. Or I want to make X amount of money, save X amount of money. But it's like, no matter what you do, you find yourself in these patterns. Maybe you find yourself in a pattern of spending everything that you make every single month, even though consciously you want to save, but it's like you have this compulsion unknowingly even to just spend it all or whatever it is. These Limiting subconscious beliefs show up in our lives as these repeating patterns. So how does your subconscious mind develop these beliefs? How do, they, how do these beliefs even get in there to begin with? These beliefs that are now playing out in our lives. Well, it gets programmed, and I'm using quotes here, programmed, because that's the word people use when they're talking about the subconscious. It gets programmed with core beliefs between the ages of zero through seven. So from the age of the second you were born, right up until about seven years of age, our subconscious mind gets programmed through things that we see, 
things that we hear, experience, things that we get told over and over and over again by our parents, caregivers, teachers. Um, it gets programmed through traumatic events that we experience. Throughout that time, it's like a sponge and it's absorbing everything that it's experiencing, everything that you're experiencing, and it's creating these beliefs as, okay, this is how the world is. So for example, if you as a child experienced seeing your parents struggling with money all the time. Maybe you saw them arguing and fighting over money. Maybe you saw them struggling with money, working, you know, multiple jobs. And it's like the, it, you, the ends are still not being met. You know, maybe they're always telling you we can't afford that. Well, subconsciously, you would be picking up beliefs around money, maybe along the lines of money is a struggle. We never have enough money is hard to come by. It's not like you consciously chose that, but because that was your experience, something that you saw, something that you felt emotion around, something that you maybe heard over and over, your subconscious goes, oh, got it. That's how the world works. Or maybe you saw your parents get a divorce as a kid, and then that led you to having the subconscious belief of it's not safe to love someone. Or maybe you had an experience when you were in front of the class at school and the teacher said something that embarrassed you and that developed the subconscious belief of, I'm not smart. Maybe the teacher even told you you weren't smart and now you have the subconscious belief that you're not smart. Basically, when you're a kid, your subconscious mind is taking in everything as this is how the world works. So now I'm going to automate the programs, the behaviors, the habits, etc. that are in alignment with how this world works. And here's the rub. It doesn't care whether they are good or not. Your subconscious mind doesn't care whether it is an empowering belief or it's, it's a disempowering belief. It doesn't judge. It just accepts whatever it sees over and over again as truth or as what you say over and over again as truth. And it doesn't care whether the belief is good or bad. It just takes it in. It just gets, you know, it just takes what is programmed with and then it runs your life to match the program. And neuroscience has discovered, and I think this is so cool, Neuroscience has discovered that the subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real or imagined. So like a common example that people often give when they're talking about this is if you were to sit here and imagine yourself biting into a really juicy lemon, that your mouth will actually start to water because you know if you actually bite into a lemon, it's really sour. It kind of causes that little like pucker in your lips and your mouth will start to salivate. Well, if you really imagine yourself biting into a lemon and you're really envisioning it, your physical body will be like, whoa, and it'll start to salivate as if you're actually biting into a lemon. Or if you are watching a movie, maybe a horror movie, for example, and you find your heart rate going up and you're sweating and you're getting all tense, your subconscious mind thinks it's actually happening to you. It does not know the difference between a real, what's real and imagined, which is why we have these physical reactions. And it also doesn't know what is realistic or not. When you imagine a scenario over and over again, and really feel as though it is actually happening, 
your subconscious mind thinks that it is actually happening. And your whole body chemistry can change. Your whole physiologically, can it's just incredible the way that it works. But at the same time, once you are aware of this, it's like, whoa, okay, maybe I'm you know, going to be careful with <laughs> the things that I watch. But your subconscious mind is so, so, so powerful. And it's so powerful when it comes to manifesting. So if you want to manifest certain things in your life, the key to manifesting them to begin with, and certainly effortless manifesting, is you have got to get your subconscious mind on board with whatever you want to manifest. Because you are always going to manifest what you believe at the subconscious level. If you have subconscious beliefs that contradict what you consciously want to manifest, then you're going to have an extremely hard time manifesting it. And this is where things like self-sabotage come in. So for example, if you consciously want to manifest a job or business that brings in six figures each year, but you have a subconscious belief that you never have enough money, that money is hard to come by, that money is a struggle, it is going to be extremely hard for you to manifest that desired outcome because your subconscious mind is infinitely more powerful than your conscious mind. It's always going to ultimately override so even if you do manifest that desired outcome, it's going to feel a lot harder. It's going to feel like walking through the mud with a big boulder tied to your ankle. And if you do get that desired outcome, you're likely going to self-sabotage it in some way. Think about people who win the lottery, for example. This is a prime example. People who have had a poor experience with money, um, you know, they've never grown up with money, they are not wealthy, whatever it is that is going on with them, whatever their experience of money has been, they win the lottery, they are suddenly, they suddenly get millions of dollars. And then they blow it all within the first year. And then they're back to where they started, if not even in worse shape than when they started. It is because they ultimately self-sabotage themselves. If they have these subconscious beliefs around money, maybe, for example, um, more money, more problems. That's one we hear all the time growing up. Or maybe they have the subconscious belief of like, people will take advantage of me if I have money, or it is not safe to have money because people are going to just want to be my friend for the wrong reasons. If they have subconscious beliefs like that, then when they get this windfall of money, their subconscious is going to be like, yo, this isn't safe. People are going to take advantage of us. We're going to have more problems. We need to get rid of this as soon as possible. And then they will find ways to blow it, whether it is just giving it all away, whether it is buying things they can't afford to upkeep like a private jet or yacht or whatever. That is where the subconscious mind comes in. So if you want to manifest these things into your life, if you want to create your dreams, then you've got to reprogram your subconscious mind. And so while it's terrifying to think about like, holy crap, my subconscious mind is going to match my reality to fit my beliefs. It's also like, holy crap. Yes, my subconscious mind is going to match my reality to fit my beliefs. If you have beliefs in your subconscious that are aligned with the life that you want, with the, with the outcomes that you want, that is freaking empowering. That is so empowering because your subconscious has no choice but to bring you the desires that you impress upon it 
and to give you answers to the question you ask it. It's like your own personal supercomputer or your own personal genie. It wants to serve you. It wants to make your life better. It wants to make your life easier. You just have to give it the right orders. And like I said, for 99.9% .9 of it, or percent of us, us peoples, um, we have, it has gotten orders that are not great from experiences that we had in our childhood. And now they're playing out in our adult reality. So the good news is you can install new beliefs or new programming to replace the old outdated ones. And you can choose whatever beliefs you want. Again, your subconscious mind isn't going to sit there and judge you. If you're like, if you want to believe that you can be a millionaire, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what is realistic or not. It's not going to sit there and be like, yeah, right. That's never going to happen for you. It just takes whatever you give it. And so how can you do this? Well, there are many ways, and this will have to be kind of a, this is a whole nother episode, but the way that you talk to your subconscious mind and start to reprogram it is through repetition, through images, and through feelings. So your subconscious gets programmed by the things that you say and think to yourself over and over and over again. It gets programmed by the scenarios that you imagine over and over and over again, the things that you see over and over again. So one powerful way that you can start to reprogram your subconscious mind right now, and this is something that has been life-changing for me, is stop telling it like it is and start telling it like you want it to be. So be very careful of the things that come out of your mouth, <laughs> especially after the things that you put after I am. Think of whatever you put after the words I am as a direct command that you are giving to your subconscious mind because that's exactly how your subconscious mind takes it in, especially if you are saying something over and over and over again. Like if you are constantly thinking to yourself, or saying about yourself, oh, I am so lazy, oh, I am so lazy. Your subconscious mind is like, oh, got it, I am lazy, that's our identity, and now I'm going to make sure to automate the habits and behaviors that are in alignment with someone who is lazy. So be really careful about that and start saying, well, okay, who do I actually wanna be? What do I actually want my reality to be like? And how can I start putting that into motion with the words that I am saying? So for example, for me, there was a period where I really wanted to get up earlier so that I would have a little more time to start my day. I found myself getting up really late. I was having a really hard time getting out of bed. And it's no wonder that was happening because what I was telling myself over and over and over again is I hate mornings. I am not a morning person. I hate getting up. I kept reinforcing this over and over and over again. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. I hate getting up early. I hate getting up early. Guess what? That was my reality. I hated getting up early and I had a really hard time getting out of bed before like 10 o'clock. So what I started doing was I just started saying things like, I am starting to love getting up in the morning. I love getting up in the morning. I love having time in the morning to do things that I want to do. I love seeing the sun rise. I love getting up with the sunrise. And I started 
telling my subconscious mind how I wanted it to be by repeating these things over and over again, even though they weren't true for me in that moment. Because what will begin to happen is if you begin to say something enough with power and conviction, emotion behind it, your subconscious mind is eventually going to get sick of hearing you saying it. It's going to be like, okay, got it. I got it. You're a morning person. We're a morning person. So now I'm going to start automating the habits and behaviors that are in alignment with you being a morning person. So this is one of the most powerful shifts you can make today is to start paying attention to your language, stop telling it like it is, and start telling yourself like you want it to be. Start visualizing how you want it to be instead of visualizing all of the worst case scenarios. That is, think of it this way. If you are incredible at visualizing worst case scenarios, then you're a master manifester. You just need to, you know, flip that switch and start imagining the, the best case scenarios. Because when you imagine a scenario over and over and over again, your subconscious mind it can't tell the difference between what's imagined and, re and what's real. So if you're consistently imagining this worst case scenario and you're really feeling it and you're just like, oh my God, your subconscious mind is like, whoa, this is actually happening. And it's going to go to work to make sure that your physical reality matches what it perceives to be your actual reality. In this case, the worst case scenario that you're imagining over and over and over again. So some other tools that you can use to start reprogramming your subconscious mind to get in alignment with the life you want to create, the goals that you want to manifest, the desired outcomes that you want are things like visualization, uh, affirmations, hypnosis, subliminals, and oh my goodness, can I just take a moment to say that I have tried all of these things and they are all powerful tools and they can all be very effective and I think it's great to try all of them and to kind of do a combination of them, but I have got to say subliminals are my absolute favorite way for reprogramming the subconscious mind because subliminals require the least amount of effort, which is awesome, but deliver maximum impact. I am obsessed with subliminals. I listen to subliminals every single day and every single night. And if you're wondering what the heck, what are subliminals? Subliminals are just messages, either pictures or words that are inconceivable to your conscious mind and are only perceived by your subconscious mind. Basically, they're messages that affect your subconscious mind without you even being aware of them. So in my case, I love subliminal audios, which are a set of affirmations. Affirmations, of course, that are in alignment with what I want in my life, what desired outcomes I want, the goals that I want. They are a set of affirmations that are playing over and over and over again at a very low volume along with music or some type of, you know, soundtrack that is louder to the extent that you don't hear the affirmations. You are listening to what just sounds like music, but there's actually affirmations playing repeatedly below it to the point where you hear little to nothing. And this is key to a subliminal's effectiveness because your conscious mind cannot reject anything. The reason why certain affirmations um, may feel awkward to you or haven't worked for you, I can certainly relate to this, is because 
you have so much programming around the opposite of the affirmation and your conscious mind is basically calling BS and it's getting rejected. So for example, if you have never made more than $40,000 a year and yet you affirm to yourself with the affirmation, I easily make six figures per year, then your conscious mind is going to call BS and reject that affirmation as a lie. Have you ever said an affirmation where you just felt like kind of awkward, you felt some resistance, like, yeah, right, this is not my reality? That is your conscious mind hearing it and rejecting it because it's like, yo, this isn't our reality. But if your conscious mind can't actually hear the affirmations, then... Well, there's nothing to reject. And since the subconscious mind hears everything, it literally takes in everything, no matter how quiet it is. And it's only your subconscious mind that's going to pick up on the subliminals. And your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what is imagined versus actual reality. It doesn't know what is real Listic or what is unrealistic. And so when it hears these positive affirmations over and over and over again, and your conscious mind isn't there to butt in, think of your conscious mind like the gatekeeper. If you are trying to create a certain outcome in your life and you're saying these affirmations or writing down these affirmations, but it's just so far out of the realm of your possibility, your conscious mind is like, yeah, right. This isn't for us. Like I can't accept this. It's the gatekeeper to what enters your subconscious. So when you make it inconceivable to your conscious mind, it is so, so effective. And so when your subconscious is hearing these powerful affirmations over and over again without your conscious mind to butt in, eventually it's going to take those affirmations in as truth because it gets reprogrammed through repetition. So eventually it's going to go, oh, okay, got it. These are our new orders. And now I'm going to go to work in the most incredible ways to bring these about in our actual reality. So I am obsessed with subliminals. And I do want to say that there are lots of places where you can listen to subliminals. There are a lot of YouTube channels that create subliminals. Like if you just look up subliminals, on YouTube, there's going to be like a million videos that are subliminals. And I just want to put out a word of caution that there are people and there have been YouTube channels exposed as having put negative affirmations underneath their subliminals because you can't hear it. You're just listening to what sounds like music. But there have been people that were exposed as basically putting really negative stuff into their subliminals and, you know, advertising it as something good. And then people who were listening to the subliminals started having all of these negative effects in their life because they had been listening to these just not good subliminals. So all this to say is to like, just be careful. Like I love subliminals. They are one of my, like I said, they're like my favorite method of subconscious programming, but just be careful of what you choose. Like make sure that if you're doing subliminals, that they are a source that you trust. And by the way, I have custom subliminal audios for manifesting over on my website, designyourdreamyear.com forward slash subliminals um, that I had created for myself actually to use. And then I was like, well, I'll just make these available to everyone. Um, So you can grab those over on my website. I'll also put the link below in the show notes. And I believe in full transparency. So you will get the script 
of every single thing that I am saying in the subliminals so that you know exactly what is programming into your subconscious mind. I think that's really important. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I used to listen, I used to look up random subliminals on places like YouTube. And then when I kind of found out that certain people were getting busted for creating these really not good subliminals, I'm like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to create my own subliminals. So know exactly what is being said. And then I was just like, why don't I make these available to other people? So I listened to subliminals every single day and every single night. I actually created a uh, nine hour subliminal to, I have two versions. I have a nine hour version to uh, like the uh, binaural beats, theta waves, which is really relaxing. But I also created a nine hour subliminal to just white noise because I could not find subliminals from people that I trusted to white noise. It was always to music. And I personally find it really uh, distracting to listen to music when I'm sleeping. So for myself, I created a nine hour subliminal track to white noise. And I listen to that every single night. So I am getting seven to nine hours, depending on how long I sleep, of, of subconscious reprogramming, the same affirmations for my life, over and over and over again. Your subconscious hears everything, even when you're asleep. So it's like I am doing this incredible subconscious reprogramming while I'm just sleeping. And yet it has the most incredible effect in my life. So anyway, that is all for today's episode. I hope you learned something new about the subconscious, or maybe you just got reminders of stuff that you already know. But I just, I hope that your takeaway is how powerful your subconscious mind is and that you have the ability to program it with whatever beliefs you want. It's just a matter of repetition and getting clear on the beliefs that you would like to have be true in your life and then deciding that you're going to give your subconscious mind new orders. It is incredibly empowering to know that your subconscious mind is like the most powerful supercomputer in the universe and it is here to serve you and it is here to make your life easier and do the most incredible things if it has the correct orders. So that is all for today. You can bet your brightly colored buttons. I'm going to be doing a lot more episodes on the subconscious mind. I want to keep these episodes not super long. I mean, I'm not going to like, okay, I can only record 20 minute episodes or whatever, but I want to be mindful at the same time. Like I personally like episodes that are a little more digestible for myself because there are podcasts that I always want to listen to. And then I look at the episode and I'm like, man, that's two hours. So anyway, I want to make these episodes long, but not too long. So hopefully you have time to ingest them all. And I have so much that I want to say on the subconscious mind. By the way, if you have any questions about the subconscious or anything that we talked about or anything in general that you would like me to cover on the podcast, send me a DM on Instagram at design your dream year. I would love your insight and to know what questions you have because sometimes those make the best episodes. All right, my friend, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value out of this episode. Do not forget to subscribe if you haven't already so you don't miss when new episodes come out. And if you have not rated or left a review yet, you know I appreciate that so much, leaving a rating for this podcast is the best way that you can support the show if you like it, because that is what tells the algorithm to actually show my show 
to people is getting ratings and reviews. And it only takes a second. You literally just tap the stars, hopefully five stars if you enjoy the show. And if you feel inspired to leave a sentence or two about why you like this podcast, you can do that too. I love to read all of the reviews. I genuinely read them all. I screenshot them to look at when I'm having an off day because knowing that these episodes have impacted you in some way positively is what makes it, it it's what it's why I do what I do. So I love and appreciate your support. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And remember, every day you have the opportunity to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and actions. You are a freaking powerful creator. Don't forget that. So get out there, go live your best life, and I will see you in the next episode.